Welcome to episode 210. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so okay. No, you know what? We're just gonna keep going with keep this. That. Welcome keep to it. episode. We're we're keeping this episode 210 of the DDR Now podcast, the first English speaking podcast focusing on the theme parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, Universal Studios Japan, Shanghai Disneyland. And all these other wonderful theme parks in Japan and also just general travel. We're, we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us up on our website at tdrxplore.com. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, all of those places under TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I am the one trying to get through this intro without <laughs> cracking up because this is the third time we've done this intro because for some reason... <laughs> Patricia keeps calling Siri, and Siri is ending our calling sessions, so then I can't hear what Patricia is saying, but we're recording, but we can't hear each other, so and then it just ends up being awkward. <laughs> My phone is possessed. <laughs> okay, but I, I I, think we're okay now. I, I think so. I think. Knock on wood. It's like haunted. We're like the first uh, podcast that's haunted by... I'm not even going to say her name because she's going to show up. Uh, by the chicken that have been lightly <laughs> barbecued. Uh, yes. <laughs> that, yes. <laughs> that you're eating. Yes. Lightly barbecued <laughs> That makes chicken. no sense. <laughs> Patricia is here and we're talking about, we're not talking about theme parks at all, actually. We're talking about Oita, which yes. is in the, the, the. Well, Kyushu, which is the southern part of Japan, but but we should talk about our patrons that, first. Yes, our our Patreon. <laughs> if you want to support the show, you can head on over to Patreon.com/slash/TDRnow, and you can pledge to us to help pay for the show because you know we do have the, we have the bills to pay. We have to pay our wonderful editor who's going to fix our. <laughs> That okay. That, that intro. That was the fourth time that happened. We're not okay? doing it again. We are not. We're not doing that again. Oh my goodness! I don't know what's going on, but whatever. Patreon.com/slash/tdr. Now we have some wonderful perks over there that you can get, and one of them is the five dollar level, where we give a shout out at the end of the show, which we're gonna do at the end of the show once 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 we get there. <laughs> And <laughs> if you want to support the show, you can head on over to, to patreon.com slash TDR now. Okay. We made it. We're talking about Oita. We're talking which about is Oita. In the southern part of southern part of Japan. Mm-hmm. Kyushu. So this is the same part of the island where Fukuoka is, mm-hmm. Kumamoto, Nagasaki. All these places. These are kind of places that not a lot of people visit when they're coming to Japan. So it's it's nice to just talk about these places that aren't visited, and they should be. Yeah, yeah. So Oita, Oita. Okay, tell me about Oita without talking about raw chicken. I swear we're because haunted that by seems the ghosts to be, of those chickens. Okay, we're not. That seems to them. be. But that seems to be triggering something with our phone call and it just ends the phone call i don't whatever uh raw chicken like chicken sashimi don't mention the chickens 
but I, I yeah, I just wanted to mention it really quickly. You can have raw chicken in Japan, kind of like raw sushi. It's fine in Japan for whatever reason. I don't know the exact science behind it, but whatever. It's fine. It's good. It's delicious. We're not going to talk about it anymore. We're going to move on. Yeah. Yeah. Oita. Okay. Oita is known for Oita. hot springs. Um, <laughs> one of the most popular places springs. is Beppu. Hot springs. And they have these really this cool is... um, hells of Beppu. So Beppu's like, that's on the the coast right or yeah. one of the coasts or something yeah i love it i love it i love it okay tell me more tell me more about oito because i i haven't been yet and i sell this to me um okay <laughs> tell me why i should go you should go because uh hot springs you can relax it's got a lot of really beautiful natural beauty so if you like to go hiking if uh you like to enjoy nature oita is really great for that um, I don't want to mention food. I'm so scared of mentioning food now. It's got really delicious food if you have always wanted to try fugu. Uh, fugu there is really good. Um, and, well, speaking specifically of, of like oita, right? Um, eel, uh, really yummy eel and raw, raw chicken, chicken tataki. And <laughs> um, other kind of like interesting things like... Um, Yuzu kosho, which is kind of like a fermented, like, like yuzu seasoning, which is kind of like spicy, like yuzu and I think like some kind of pepper. And they have um, other citrus like kabosu, which is um, kind of unique to the Kyushu area, which is really, really good. So you can drink like kabosu juice or you can also have kabuso, ka, kab, kabuso um, kosho as well. Right. Uh, they also have... What else? I'm trying to think. Uh, it where I went to Hita, they have like a, a yakisoba, which is kind of like unique to there, and was really yummy. And lots of other fun stuff, uh, including nerd stuff, because we uh, we went on a nerd yeah, so, pilgrimage. Yeah. So what was this nerd pilgrimage? Because <laughs> let's be honest, heading to Hita seems very random in the middle of nowhere right you know it's kind of like you just took a you know when you take a map of some place uh-huh. and you put it on the wall and you just throw a dart <laughs> throw at a it dart. that's kind of what it feels like so okay i, I told Jap- i told nerd... japanese people that know where oita is right and i'm like yeah i went and they're like where'd you go did you go to yufuin did you go to beppu and i'm like no i uh <laughs> i went to hita and they're like where <laughs> <laughs> so even japanese people don't know exactly so it's a really tiny city and it's on kyushu island of course it's in oita and it's got traditional inns with hot springs it's got a really really gorgeous clear river mikuma river um uh because of the water being so clear it's really well known for um uh like you can use it in in liquor liqueurs like um like choshu and in umeshu and um in the soy sauce you can use it like in everything ramune and uh, they use that really really clear beautiful water for lots of things and um surrounded by mountains it's a really 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 tiny city and it's where the guy that writes and draws attack and titan is from Okay, okay, okay. This so okay. Okay, so this makes sense now. This makes sense now. So, <laughs> Attack on Titans, a very popular anime. 
Yeah. Shigenki no Kyojin. <laughs> so, okay. s- story time. Makes sense. We, last year, before any coronavirus, we had donated to a crowdfunding to build a statue. Because you could get really cool stuff, like illustrations. You get, like, a ticket to, like, the ceremony, like, an, a statue unveiling ceremony. And I'm like, that's a fun family activity. Let's do that. And it was in the springtime, so it would be perfect. We could do spring break. We could go to Beppu um, at just exactly at that time, a few days before the unveiling ceremony, they would have been having the Beppu Hato Onsen Matsuri, which is super freaking cool. You can go to all the onsens and I think it's free. You, they set that mountain on fire and I made sure that we could go up. We would be staying there on the date when the mountain is on fire and they have like a, like a, like a parade with their like splashing water and everything. And it's really freaking cool. And okay, okay, mountain on fire. Okay, on fire. so my do a Google um, image search. This is freaking amazing. I Bebu. did, I did, okay. I, I looked at it. It le- like legitimately the mountain is on fire. Yes, and it, that is insane. It's insane. That, that was is my so dream. Crazy to look at. I want to do that. I just want to see a mountain on fire. I know, right? Oh my goodness. Like this is like out of a movie or a video game or something. And coming from the middle of Canada where they have like fire laws uh, like for the summer because they'll say, oh, you shouldn't have open fires because it caused forest fires. And like middle of Canada and other places in Canada and of, of course the U.S., fires happen you know yeah massive forest fires but then here in japan they're lighting an entire mountain on fire but there's a reason for it i think it's like so that new foliage can grow or something or Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like that makes sense like they do controlled fires back in canada as well uh-huh. like the farmers and stuff do that kind of thing but it's not as cool i guess it looks freaking cool. not as cool as not as cool as setting your mountain on fire. Like I have Google images open right now, and this just looks like insanity. Right? They've oh my goodness, got I want to do hell onsens. One of them is like red, and there's like a geyser, and you can do something called jigoku mushi, where you use the thermal heat from the earth to cook food. You have to wear these gloves to protect you on an apron, and you literally lower the food into the earth and it cooks and then you pull it out and you eat it and so that was part of the and then we were going to go to Hita after that and do sightseeing and do the statue unveiling ceremony so we were going to do about a week and that was in the springtime but coronavirus no and so here we are today in November and we went on a really really short trip we skipped Beppu uh we stuck to Hita which was fine. I actually would have liked to have spent more time in Hita because even though it's the countryside, there was actually a lot to do and we ran out of time to do some of the things that we wanted to do. So um, that's why we're talking about Hita today. So yeah, the, there was a, a statue unveiling. They built a statue <laughs> and we paid for part of the, the statue. Okay. So what is the statue of? So the statues of... So in okay, so really quick summary of Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan is a comic book and also an animation where there's these people and they're living inside these walls 
and there's big naked monsters outside and they eat people. And people want to go outside, but they can't because they'll get eaten. And so they stay inside the walls. But there's some people that go outside the walls. So these kids, um, one day they're like standing around the town, like la la la. And all of a sudden, oh my God, there's like, so these are like giants, right? And these walls are like these massive walls. And like all of a sudden, like a really, 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 really big giant shows up that's like bigger than the wall. And it kicks the wall open. Oh, no. And then a bunch of people die. And so this statue is the three kids, the three main characters, Eren, Mikasa, and Armin. And they're looking at the dam, Oyama Dam in Hita, which looks like the wall in the comic book. What? <laughs> what? I know. I know. So What? <laughs> okay. Okay. For those that don't know what, what Patricia's talking about, like, you need to go on and see this because this is like that's iconic it's really really cool oh my goodness ah oh. okay like i'm not even a really big fan of attack on titan like i i've watched it but i'm not as hardcore into it as i am let's say demon slayer what oh my god sacrilege <laughs> i mean it, it, if you've listened to our past episodes like the past five or something uh we've mentioned the massively popular demon slayer uh in japan but yeah anyway iconic that is iconic and the guy was there and they did like a whole they had all the the prefecture people and the city people and everything and they did a big ceremony and a question and answer and it was a closed event only the people invited and the press could go and it was broadcast on youtube globally and i think you can actually check that now and um Attached to that, there's a bunch of, like, locations and, um, like, merchandise that's tied to the event. So, like, if you go to different stores um, and different places around the city, they would have uh, the author's, like, signature and drawings. And there was, like, a lot of uh, different places that you could check out, like, related to that, which is really, really cool. So, um I wonder where we should start here. I guess before we jump into that, I want to talk about things that if you're interested in going to Hita, whether it's for history or for nature or to check out some nerd statues, there's going to be a new one next year, actually, in because um, they had extra money left over in the station area, So, <laughs> <laughs> which is going to be Levi, another really popular character. Before you go to Oita and before you go to Hita, um, there is a 24-hour phone line for any translation issues. Um, the Kyushu area, compared to like places like Tokyo or Kyoto or Okinawa, uh, it's it's a lot more Japanese focused, and I think they really want people to come. There's a phone line that you can call. There's English. And I think there's also other languages as well. And it's 24 hours. Anytime they'll help you with uh, if it's an issue with a taxi or at a hotel or when you're shopping. Let's say you want to ask questions or at a restaurant. Let's say you have allergies or something. You can call and you can have a translator help you out. So that's really, really useful. And it's on the official uh, prefecture web page, discover oita.com. It's really fantastic. Uh, on top of that, the prefecture also has a Facebook page that you can use. And using Messenger, I personally had so many questions. 
And I could ask them and I would get a pretty prompt response, like the buses, how, you know this, Chris, buses in Tokyo, buses in Kyoto, buses wherever you go in Japan, there's different systems, right? God, they, all, they all work differently and it's confusing. <laughs> some of them take and IC sometimes card, some of them don't, some of them you have to don't. say the place in advance, some of them you take a ticket, it's like, yeah. And sometimes the bus drivers just leave you on the side of the highway. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so scary. <laughs> uh, that's in reference to the Godzilla episode that was like, what, two episodes back? Check it out. It's, like 208 it's a, or something? You yeah. had an adventure, <laughs> man. <laughs> I know I did. Uh, that is a really good service. It really is. I never would have I never would have thought of that. And that is a really good incentive to get people to visit because... Uh, in the countryside, yeah, there's not a lot of English. Like signs and stuff like that. Uh, I, I guess major signs would have some English on them. But for like everywhere else, no. It's going to be Japanese and that's it. Sure, sure. So just ha- having that that lifeline, I guess, is quite nice. That's th- a nice little perk. I think you feel like a little bit at ease when you're traveling. And I think a really great point about Oita... And the Kyushu area in general is that it's a little bit off the beaten track. So you know, and I know, and speaking of Kyoto, uh, a lot of these places have become really, really, really oversaturated with tourists before coronavirus, of course. And once people are free to travel, it's a pretty safe bet to say that will probably come back, right? And sometimes it's nice to go to a place where there's that's not swarmed with tourists, right? Like even if they don't, like not even if not every shopkeeper or is bilingual, I think they really, really appreciate the tourism. You know, I was talking to this one lady in um, a historic area of of Hita in Mamera Machi, and she was so so sweet, and she worked at kind of like um. Hita's also really famous for wood and wood products and the souvenir shop she was working in focused on that, like different things like that are handcrafted and made in that city. And she was saying she was so cute. So speaking of Demon Slayer, Chris, she's like, yeah, you know, I'm so glad people came because, you know, Demon Slayer came out and it's so popular and we thought no one would come. (laughs) Oh. It was so cute. And I'm like, oh, I hope more people come, you know? And she's like, yeah. So, I mean, I think these people would really appreciate your tourism as well. Yeah, that just sounds so, I don't know, nice, <laughs> you know? Just hitting down off the beaten path, kind of doing things that pe- like not a lot of people are going to think to do, right? Because everyone kind of does, uh, what is it called? The golden route? Sure, is what sure, people kind right? of refer to, like obviously Tokyo. Then they go to places like Kyoto, Osaka, Nara. Like those are like the big places. Nikko is another place, uh-huh. right? And then that's kind of the big, the big places that people go to to kind of make the effort to go to these, just kind of lack of a better term, obscure places. I think is just really nice. You know, I think so too. It's just, and and of course too, it, it it's also much more special when there's some sort of, I guess, franchise attached oh, to it too. If you're like, like a fan, some some sure. sort of pop culture. 
yeah, sure. like some sort of pop culture thing attached to it. Because, you know, with uh, Sailor Moon, as an example, Tokyo Towers, mm-hmm. very obviously, like, that is Sailor Moon, right? So to kind of go to these other places in Japan that are associated with these other popular franchises, I think is really cool. Absolutely. And if you're interested like, in like, like Attack on Titan, if you're interested in this, um, in, like it's it's ongoing. It's like an ongoing promotion to promote the city. It's called um, Shingeki in Hita and the website is Shingeki-Hita.com. It's bilingual. It's in English as well as Japanese. And they'll keep you updated on anything new happening. But like just like a few of the places we went, there was this one. It's kind of interesting. It's like a bar. And, and kids are allowed. Uh, it's it's family friendly. And it is like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, like, a, like, I guess like a nerd paradise. It's like actually a really well-known meeting place for Shingeki fans. But it is decked out in like all the animations and like models and like it's it's a really cool venue and then like one room is just like completely themed it's it's like a retro themed room and the owner is so so kind like he took a picture with my son because he's also like a well-known character as well and he let my son hold one of the the illustrations and signatures that the the writer and and illustrator Isayama like signed and he took a picture with him and he gave us coffee on the way out Demon Slayer coffee Chris (laughs) 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 but it's so interesting because it's open like for an hour at night only and um you can meet you can meet people there you can chat with people and it was just like a really warm and friendly atmosphere and my son wanted to go back the next day and we just, we didn't have time, but um, he, my son was absolutely in love with it. And you can check out all those like different places to visit on that website and it'll go into detail and tell you why, what it's associated with and what the location is, what you can check out there and what like their specialty is. So it's really cool. I think also uh, when you when you go to these places, if you're a fan, it's always kind of cool to meet other fans there. And uh, we met new friends and old friends, and um, it was a really, really lovely experience. And Hita itself is like a really gorgeous area. It's in the mountains. If you like drinking, like Chris and I sometimes do on the bonus episodes, which you can check out on the Patreon, um, the area is really well known for um, chochu, which is low carb, uh, zero carb and low calorie. And it has all different mm-hmm. kinds of flavors. It's fantastic. If you like plum line, I have got the place for you. There's a place called Umehibiki. It's like this really fancy onsen. I, if you can stay there a night, it's like I, I really want to stay there next time I go. At least one night. And it's super fancy. And they've got a brewery. And when I went there, there is like this, this I guess like a plum line sommelier, right? This really cute little old man. And he's like, follow me. And he is giving me plum wine after plum wine. He's like, look this one. What does it smell like? And I'm like, oh, um, like tea. And he's like, yeah, it's Earl Grey. And I'm like, what? And he's like, oh, do you like whiskey? And I'm like, heck yeah, I like whiskey. And he's like, try this one. And so he was, <laughs> he was like, so much fun and i'm like my luggage wait i have to be careful with that but you know he was so kind and we tried so many different things and usually they do tours 
I don't think they're doing it now because of coronavirus, but you can see the barrels where they um, store the plumb line and they make it. And then across from that, if you're a fan of the comic, they have like a little museum and they have um, the writer's desk where he actually worked at and his illustrations and like some pictures of when he was a kid and stuff. And that's also really, really cool. And I think in the springtime, it must be gorgeous because they have this massive orchard like everything um where they i guess they go the plums and other fruits and other things that they use um on the property and it's just like fantastic so there's all these little things to see there's like a bunch of stuff we didn't get to do there's if you're adventurous uh my son was kind of like i don't know i don't want to do it but i'm like let's do it we ran out of time anyway, so we never got to have the final battle. But they have a mixed bathing in the river, like an onsen called Kawayu, right? Like a river onsen. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you can cover nice. up. They have like towels that you can use. Uh, but for families, it's nice because it's actually mixed. So you could actually stay together with your family instead of separating, you know? They have waterfalls. There's a, an, a closed gold mine that you can go into and um, see what it was like. There's all kinds of stuff to do. And even though it's a tiny little town, there's so much to see. So I really, really recommend it. And really quick, I know we have to wrap up, but the water is so clean and clear. Delicious food, nature. Go visit Hita and Chingeki at Attack on Titan. So go, if you're into Attack on Titan, go for Attack on Titan, but go do other stuff as well. Enjoy the rest of the city. I want to go. <laughs> if you go, do research. The Hita bus company was really good. I think one of the hardest points was because it's the countryside, you really have to plot out your time and you have to make sure you have a route back because <laughs> the buses are that's not... Whole, that's, the, that's the important part. <laughs> have a way back. Yes. Uh, but like, that's half the fun it is with this kind of stuff because it's a lot of work like a lot of planning and Uh stuff but if you're a big fan of this and you want something that is off the beaten path it's going to be very memorable regardless if you mess it up you know uh (laughs) planning wise or something you know things are going to go wrong that's just how it goes like getting left on the side of a highway again i'm very i'm so traumatized by that (laughs) so it it's always going to have a wonderful story attached to it and oh my goodness you've convinced me i i need to go i think i'm going to have to go like next summer i think is when the they light the mountain on fire oh no it's in the spring is it in the spring it's in the spring yeah oh yeah you're no yeah you're right you're right you're right yeah in the spring okay so go in the spring because that's gonna be so freaking cool that is gonna. Oh my! I want. I want to see mountains on fire. That's what I want to see. And <laughs> then I want to go in onsen. And then I want to. I want to. I just want to do it all. Oh my! Ugh. Ugh. I want to drink more plum. You've wine. convinced me. <laughs> You've convinced me. And also, like, of course, we need to get. To, I, I need to get to Fukuoka and all that too. But Fukuoka I, it, is the same area, Kyushu, but it's like a whole other animal. You've got Mentaiko and all kinds of stuff. So yeah, Kyushu, go visit Kyushu, underrated. I feel like we need to be sponsored by like the government of Kyushu, right? (laughs) Visit Kyushu. Do you know that Kyushu is one of the, it is the first place I ever went to in Japan. Really? Yeah. I 
I went to Kyushu for the first time in 2003 because we did a we did a uh, school trip because I I was was doing a study abroad in high school. Uh uh We did a school trip. I think it was in the winter when there was winter break. We went to Nagasaki because we went to the atomic bomb museum and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't remember anything except for going to the onsen with my classmates and staying in a ryokan which is a traditional japanese inn and one of my classmates brought a nintendo gamecube and that's all we did (laughs) in the hotel room it's just played nintendo gamecube i mean i guess when you're 17 you're 17 year old high school student what else do you do pretty fun that's pretty rad yeah playing gamecube in another country you know it was it it was good memories really good memories so yeah kyushu um we'll make sure to put these links in the description so anyone that's interested you can go and check that out so just go into the description of the uh the show notes here we'll definitely have those in there for you and yeah oh my okay we have got to thank the patrons but if you stick around, I'll tell you a cute story about Fukuoka and my son's uh, first time eating at, uh, what is it called? Not, um, is it Ipudo? Not Ipudo. What's the other Ipudo? one? Ichiran. Ichiran. His yes, first time the, eating there. The customized ramen place. Okay. Okay, okay. So stay tuned. Okay. All right. So this we're saying thank you to the wonderful explorers who support us on Patreon. Remember, if you want to support us on Patreon, head to patreon.com slash TDR now. Big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Adam, Amy B, Amy C, Amanda C. I come, I'm jumping around here. Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David, Emily, Baker, and Kevin. And a big thank you to Jamie, Jose, Kathy, Lee. Marie H, Michael, Murray, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy and Andy, Eli. Oh no, did we do we get an answer for this? Not yet. Shenekta so. <laughs> Dana, I'm gonna say. Do your best. Come by that. Come by that. <laughs> So big thank you to all you wonderful explorers who support us on Patreon. Make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts from. And we're going to be on Spotify soon. I promise. I just need to sit down and and, and do it. I know it's going to take like five minutes and I just have to remember to do it. If you have any questions or suggestions for the show, send them to us. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. And you can find us up on our website, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all those places. TDR Explorer, we're we're there. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and I am the one that will, desperately wants to see a mountain on fire now. Oh my! Fire mountains, ugh, Chris. I want us. The pictures, the pictures. I I I I I, I I'm so excited. I can't even talk. I need to see this in person. So I, that, that's where I'm going next spring. For sure. And joining as always is the wonderful Patricia. And you need to tell us that story. Okay. What is the story? Cute story time. So I guess my son hadn't been to Ichiran since he was like a little baby. So he didn't remember it at all. So we're at the airport to go home because we went via Fukuoka airport. And I'm like, okay, we got to get dinner now because we're going to get home too late and you have school tomorrow. <laughs> it was a really <laughs> short trip. We were like 
on a tight schedule. And so we're like, okay, look, Hakata ramen. You can't go wrong with that, okay? And I'm like, look, it's Ichiran. Let's go. And he's like, it's closed, mommy. Look, there's nobody here. I'm like, no, you you buy it with the machine and you go inside. And he's like, no, mommy, there's no one here. So we're like, no, look, check it out. So we get the tickets and, and he even called over the guy and he's like, yeah, it's open. So he's like, go around. And so we went around and we go to sit down and he's like, wow, it's all separated. Is this because of coronavirus? <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's always like this. It's like a privacy thing. But it was like, that's the times we live in that he's like, wow, the, their coronavirus setup is really good. <laughs> it's like wooden <laughs> dividers and you don't see the person. There's like a divider that comes down and you don't even speak to anybody and they just lift it up and they slide <laughs> it over. <laughs> that is so funny. But if oh. you think about it, yeah, you know, it's pretty good for coronavirus times. It so makes you know. sense. <laughs> yeah, for, I guess for those that don't know Ichiran, right? That's traditionally how it is. It's you you sit by yourself. There's dividers on either side of you. You don't necessarily even see the person giving you the food. You don't even have to order from a person. You uh -huh. do it ahead of time. You just like slide your paper to them and they take it. It's almost like being in a prison, you <laughs> know, where kind they kind of, of open up. Yeah, they they open up this little sliding door. They take the paper and they close it. They make your ramen. They come back with the ramen, slide it in, close the little window, <laughs> and that's it. So, yeah. Oh my. <laughs> that, is, that is hilarious. I love that. I love that he thought that. It was so cute. <laughs> oh, children. But you guys, thank you. Thank you for staying until the end, first of all. And thank yeah, you thank for you for listening, listening to that that, that, that wonderful story. Oh, <laughs> it's great. All right, Explorers. Thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you next week. Yeah. What are we going to talk about? I don't know. And I'm like sitting here waving like I'm on video. I'm not. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I do that, too. <laughs> I was OK. I was recording uh, before this. I was recording. A YouTube video uh -huh. and usually I close it out by waving and I'm doing that the same thing on the podcast like you can actually see me like bye <laughs> I don't know whatever it's weird okay <laughs> we'll talk to you next week explorers bye